0: So this is a football podcast, man. Meat. Football. Good. And we talk football. Meat burgers.
1: <laughs> Welcome back to the Fantasy Brothers podcast. Josh Johnson and Ben Watts back in the driver's it. seat with you. We're talking fantasy football. We're talking week
0: six. Week six.
1: It's good stuff. It's a fun time to be alive. Uh, I don't know about you, Ben, but I won all but one of my matchups this week. And so I am feeling like the smartest man alive.
0: I won most of my matchups. I won all the leagues that you, like, I really care about. Everybody's got them. Your favorite league or whatever. So, won all those. And I won most of my redraft leagues, I think. I haven't actually gone through and looked at everything, but I am going to win most of them.
1: Yeah, it is... It was a really good week. I feel like all um, all my main teams... Well, not all my main teams. Just all my teams. They are coming together the way that I would like them to. Um, I've been making some moves to kind of shore up some weaknesses, and it looks like those moves have paid
0: off so far. Um, yeah, it... It was a good week. It was a fun week. This I feel like is one of those not. It was one of those weeks where like the guys that people expected to be good were finally good. Like just everybody was good across the board.
1: Yeah, yeah. the uh, The stud RBs looked like they were finally good again. So, I think we can trust it now. Um, some of those stud receivers looked pretty good as well. So, things seem to be on the upswing here
0: for fantasy football. Finally. I'm that. also just realizing uh, oh, we didn't put one major kind of talking point to go over. Um, oh. And I don't know if Pop you thought it about in. it. The Hollywood Brown injury.
1: Yes. Thoughts. Uh, and, uh, how? Yeah. How up to date are you on this? Because I just saw something that he is projected to miss six weeks.
0: Okay, I haven't seen that yet. I know they initially thought it was a sprain, and then they were saying it could be out for the year, so I didn't know six weeks
1: yeah so initially it was thought to be a like a midfoot sprain high ankle sprain something like that and then it was there was worry that it was a liz frank injury but then after they did some more tests they found a small fracture that they don't need to do surgery on um so he's just going to miss a projected like six weeks something like that so it's it's a significant amount of time but it's not like season ending or anything like that
0: he's going to miss the majority of the fantasy season yeah, he...
1: Let's see, what are we at now? He would come you'll back, get like him back
0: 12, 13. You'll get him around playoff
1: time. Yeah. So, uh, timely, though, they brought in Robbie Anderson. He got kicked off the bench by the Panthers and traded
0: the next saw that. day. So <laughs> For nothing. <laughs> it was like a 6th and 7th round pick two years for- from now. I think they got like a 2024-6 okay. <laughs> and a 2025-7th oh they literally Nothing. they said
1: i know we don't want you at all <laughs> we will isn't, take
0: crap for you isn't he like he's got like a 25 million dollar or 20 million dollar cap hit next year or something it was crazy yeah so they like, ate they had 20 to get million dollars in dead cap that's yeah, tough they,
1: they ate the dead cap yeah they they said get out you're <laughs> we done i do not want you you're 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 yeah. done so robbie anderson's toast but now he'll be catching passes from kyler murray uh probably is also actually is worth picking up. It, yeah, Kyler Murray's not not that good. I think I texted you yesterday that um the Cardinals paid Kyler Murray just in time to find out he's not actually He's that bad. He's a bad quarterback. <laughs> he's not actually a good NFL quarterback. Great for fantasy, but even he hasn't even been good for fantasy this year. So
0: I mean, yeah. he's still like a top 10 Quarterback, I think.
1: Yeah, but you're always hoping he's like a locked-in top five guy. He just doesn't run, and he hasn't been throwing touchdowns, so it, it's not been great. No. The experience has been very mid. Um, we've got a bunch a bunch of fun things on the episode today for you. We've got some, you know, now that we've had a few weeks to kind of reorient ourselves with player values and things, we've got a few mock trades to kind of take a look at for those who are dynasty degenerates. Um, we got some weekly weenies, which, yeah, just like us. Ben's favorite segment, the weekly weenies. Obviously. We've also got, believe it or not, a few players that have maybe been on a bit of a trend, and we got to decide whether or not we're going to buy into it, Uh, plus a recap of some of the week six Studleys
0: and let's just kick it off with some studs here, Ben. Real quick, let me. We're gonna me start turn my with AC unit off. You, can you hear that in the background? Yeah. You don't have to edit I this can't, out. But I can probably will be able to hear the, it. The, the, the people, the people can know. This is a real show. We have to make adjustments on the fly. Fun fact for everybody listening right now: Ben's AC
1: unit sounds like a freaking star destroyer every single week. All right. So say so what. Just telling everybody how your AC sounds
0: like a star destroyer every week. Listen, it's it's hot in here. <laughs> you gotta stay List. cool, man. Listen, <laughs> that's how you know. Let's like get every into time, the week six every recap. time I'm mad at somebody, like I always start. Listen, all right. <laughs> just that's how you do it.
1: We're gonna kick it off with my two starting running backs in my main favorite dynasty league. You feel good about yourself, because, Ben? You just have to hear me. I feel like the king of the hill even though I'm not going to win this week it, it doesn't matter I'm excited about the future here Brees Hall Kenneth Walker uh, obviously there's a lot of reason to be excited about both of them but Brees Hall specifically let's just start with him coming into the year we knew he was going to be really good but he has been a lot better than we thought
0: he would be he is a locked and loaded RB1 at this point
1: yeah yeah, I uh, he is currently the RB2 in Dynasty on Keep Trade Cut. And it is to the point that there's an argument in the fantasy community whether or not you should have Jonathan Taylor or Brees Hall as your number one Dynasty running back. And that just feels
0: wild didn't, to me. Didn't we just talk before the show like this is, this is a conversation we're just not prepared to have yet. Like it's, gosh, man, I don't know. It, feel if, wrong. It, feels it feels wrong so to say, wrong. but I get the argument. It makes sense, and I don't 100% yeah, disagree hold. with it.
1: <laughs> no. I mean, he gets the pass catching, um, and he's obviously an elite runner. He's averaging 5.5 yards a carry right now.
0: So he's – I mean, that's ridiculous. That's like Nick Chubb-level rushing efficiency plus pass catching work. We thought this Jets team would suck, and that's one of the reasons we were so low on him, but guess what? They're three and two. They just beat the Packers on the road. They don't suck. And what is Breesaw? He's got—is he the RB five, six, something like that? I think he's, yeah, RB six. Golly,
1: man. And he's really only gotten full workload like the last three weeks. It's so like the first three weeks of the season, he was essentially splitting with uh, Michael Carter. And now that he is the full-blown guy, he's basically gone. I think it's something like twenty. 25 and like what did he get 19 yesterday or something like that, yeah uh, yeah he's he's been great uh, and I Kenneth I, Walker
0: I th- I will say I think a little bit of it little bit of it of is a little bit of recency bias Jonathan Taylor's hurt DeAndre Swift is hurt they're not playing so y- all you're seeing is Brees Hall and he is all over the place so once Jonathan Taylor Swift come back healthy and have a few good games it'll be more of a conversation again but even still. I mean, yeah, it's the fact that it is a conversation right now is crazy. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, Kenneth Walker. Okay. Wow. I was, I
1: was excited. I pulled off a trade just like full transparency here. I went and acquired Dalvin Cook from Ben in this main dynasty league this off
0: season. Got swift for
1: it. uh, Yeah, it it did not pan
0: out the way I was hoping it did. Did not age well.
1: No, it was it was not a great move, all things considered. But in, in my trade to get rid of Dalvin Cook and sort of recoup a little bit, I ended up sneaking in Kenneth Walker before the Rashad Penny injury, got Michael Pittman, and a pick. So, great return. I think I had to throw in Chris Godwin in there as well to kind of like make it happen, which, you know, he's great, but... Ended up with Michael Pittman, Kenneth Walker, and a 23 first. I was about to say, when you started to
0: say that, like first, the so. other dude sounds like an absolute moron, but yet uh, God went in there, <laughs> that makes a little more sense, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it was a great, phenomenal yeah, trade for you.
1: It turned out great because at the time it was okay, well, it's we're punting. It felt like you were again. Yeah. This season, and then Rashad Penny gets hurt, and all of a sudden, Kenneth Walker's amazing. So we're, we're it back in the driver's seat. I got lucky. We're back in the driver's seat. So Kenneth Walker, he goes 21 carries, 97 yards, a touchdown. He had, like, I watched that game very closely. I had a reason to be excited about my Seahawks, so I was dialed in. Kenneth Walker's the truth. That dude is amazing, Uh, and I am so excited for his future.
0: People really shouldn't be surprised by it, because like we said last week when Brees Hall is starting to explode, you're betting on the talent profile. And he was really close to Brees Hall. He just didn't have the receiving workload that Hall did in college. But other than that, he checks every box. He's he's probably not as big as Hall, but I mean, he's still a decent size. He's quick. He runs a 4340. And like, we're surprised when he's good. No, the dude is legit.
1: Yeah. He. I think he's a better pure runner than Brees Hall is, but you're right. He didn't have that pass catching um pedigree coming out. I think he I think he's capable, but he's he, he was not dominant uh catching the ball the way Brees Hall was. But I do think that Kenneth Walker has a bit of that and I don't I, I don't want to get him ahead of myself here, but I do think he's got a bit of that Nick Chubb sort of thing where I think he's going to be an elite runner. In the NFL, where he's going to average a high yards per carry, he's going to rip Feel like off big Ch-
0: runs. Chubb is a good comp.
1: Yeah, I I don't I'm not yet willing to say he's as good as Nick Chubb because that's obviously that's a lot, but I do think that Chubb is a potential comp for Kenneth Walker's career, and it just sort of depends on if Pete Carroll continues to use him the way they did this past week. I mean, he got like 93 percent of snaps. Um, he was the running game. And he was incredibly effective. Incredibly effective. So I think Kenneth Walker, rest of season, lock him in as a top fifteen running back. He's probably going to be, I think, a fringe top ten running back. It sort of will some of that will come down to like luck and things like that. But if he continues to get that workload, I think he's talented enough that he's going to produce with it.
0: Yeah, I think uh I think something interesting we kind of talk about is you you texted me either yesterday or Earlier day, something like that. You're like, who do you have rest of the season, Dalvin Cook or Kenneth Walker? And I sent you back a text that's like, I think I still prefer Dalvin Cook rest of season. However, I think it's close enough to where if you have Dalvin Cook and you can move him for Kenneth Walker and another piece, I think you do that every single time.
1: Yeah. Brandon Ayuk yesterday came out of the ether, grabbed two touchdowns. I think he had eight catches, eighty yards. No, well, it was the Falcons. He was like the wide receiver. Well, yes, but the Falcons just dunked all over the 49ers. For absolutely. Right, I'm gonna no give reason. you a moment here. For no reason at all. Okay, explain. What, Ben, what happened? I'm sure you watched that whole game. What the freak happened in that game? Because Arthur
0: Smith is here to win. <laughs> You don't care about I, your I fantasy. I did say teams. that um, last week. Like the Falcons' offense, as ba- as much as I don't want to admit, it's good. It's it's not that bad. The running game is fu- is solid. If you would throw oh, the freaking thought? ball to Kyle Pitts and Drake London, and Kyle Pitts finally scored, thank God. Even though he only had three targets, so that salvaged his day again. But still, I don't know, man. We still need a quarterback, and we're not going to get a good enough draft pick to get one. So,
1: No, Arthur Smith is out here doing a good job winning games, and it is not Unless good for the Unless Desmond franchise.
0: Ritter is the truth. Oh, Lord.
1: I uh, have my so anyway, doubts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the 49ers had to throw the ball a bunch. Brandon Ayuk caught a lot of balls. You know, normally Ayuk will not have games like this just because the 49ers like to run the ball. But they got down... Early. They got down big, and they had to throw the ball to keep up, and Brandon Ayuk benefited from the game script. I think we told a lot of people to start Ayuk, so good on us. We did. Uh, yeah, there were a couple people that were very angry I told them to start Brandon Ayuk. And why did you ask? And then he was, uh, yeah, <laughs> one guy specifically. I just I just have to have my moment here. There was one person that was arguing with me in the DM saying they should start Marquez Valdez-Scantling over Brandon Ayuk. Checks notes. Marquez Valdez Scantling had a goose egg. Brandon Ayuk was the wide receiver three on the week. So, I thought NVS scored.
0: No, they called it back. Oh, they called it back. He had dang. a dang.
1: Yeah, he goose egged. He got a fat it's <laughs> That's zero. tough, man. I hope you listened to
0: us and started praying Ayuk, man. I don't think he did. Well, maybe he's not gonna listen to this podcast anymore. <laughs> R.I.P. Jamar Chase getting back in the uh, said good it. graces of all his fantasy owners. Knew it was going to happen eventually. Yeah.
1: You knew that eventually they he's were going too good. to figure things out. He's too and good. And they did. Yeah, he's a stud. Is there anything, like, I feel like you don't have to say a whole lot about it other than, no. like,
0: the offense will blow up occasionally. It's, you know. It's more of kind of like, you know, I see people starting to worry about um, – to chase here and there. Like, why is he not performing? Like, the target shares there. Obviously, he's one of the most talented receivers that have been in the league in a long time. He's insane. So, he hasn't been as consistent as you want, but he, it's going to happen. Like, he's going to be fine. Yeah. And the, the, ceiling, uh, the Tunyon, ceiling is ridiculous. Go ahead. Yeah, the ceiling's stupid.
1: Robert Tunyon comes the in with that? a very surprising... 10 catches for 90 yards. Uh, you know, if you happened to start Tunyon, you feel great about it, but I'm sure that he did that on a lot of people's benches.
0: I faced him in a couple leagues. Beat him both times. <laughs> you won. I won. <laughs> um, like, what's really crazy
1: about this is I thought that this could be ha- – like, this could happen – Pretty consistently, I think, just because the wide receivers haven't been very good, and Aaron Jones hasn't really Either of the, running out backs the passing have been good. game the way we thought no, the offense as a whole really hasn't been great. they're still putting up like overall there are there's passing volume here, but it's not I don't know, it's just not really translating for anyone, probably because they're spreading it out so much. but Tunyon, because all tight ends have been horrific this year if he just gives you five catches, 50 yards a game, I mean, that's startable tight end numbers. Yeah. So there's, n- especially if you're in a tight end, there's not many league, good starters. So yeah. Yeah. So maybe Tunyon's worth taking a look at. Um,
0: that, that's the kind of volume that I'm very excited about. If I'm looking for a tight end. Oh yeah. If you can give if you can give me 10 targets a week, you don't even have to catch them all. Like if I can just count that you'll get 10 a week, like yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's where the Tyler Higby excitement comes from because it's like you know he's not great but he's getting targeted so just
0: you know throw him in there and hope. he also decided to crap the bed this week. He did. What did he get you? One I started him. I started him over Kyle Pitts and they flip flop spaces. Kyle Pitts got ten and Higby got one point two. Love it. Phenomenal.
1: Matty Ice comes the, the QB two on the week. Good Lord have mercy.
0: Where fifty eight passes? Is that what he did? This that'll game? that'll get you thirty points. Like <laughs> you gotta do something with Midgley. God. <laughs> Someone will catch up. It was
1: for like 300, 300 yards, three tutties. Uh Michael Pittman benefited.
0: Everybody, everybody ate No Jonathan this, Taylor, no Naheem matchup. Hines equals he's gotta do something. So fifty something passes. Yeah.
1: Good stuff. Uh Ramondre Stevenson, my start of the week.
0: Even though feel it good was about probably the
1: easiest projected, I, I feel
0: like a genius. It was the easiest yeah, projected a, start of the week I'm going to have all year. Ramondre Sif was a great start of the week. I'm like, duh, he was a great start of the week. He was a smash <laughs> was start obvious. of the week. <laughs> he, He's the RB9. RB2? He's wow. the RB9 on the season. That's the season. On the season, yeah. That is mind boggling. I think I
1: was telling you before we hit record, if Damian Harris doesn't come back next year, if they let him walk and they let Ramondre Stevenson be their bell cow next year, he's going to be terrifying. He's going to be the man. He'll be an RB1. He will be... Oh, for sure. Like, he won't just be... So, the Patriots have always had a great rushing offense. They just always split the work between multiple guys. If you would just consolidate that rushing offense into one player, it's probably a borderline top five running back just because they run the ball. Oh, yeah. So, Ramondre is terrifying. His future is <laughs> the round, very, very bright. Round
0: of touchdown.
1: Yeah. I would say buy low on him or just buy high on him, but I don't know that anybody's going to want to sell him right now. So, maybe. Maybe just wait till the off season when people are chilling out. But like I don't know that there's gonna be a good window to buy him between now and next year.
0: It's gonna be a struggle.
1: He's you should he have should you should have bought him three if, weeks
0: ago. You should have.
1: You should have gotten him when Damian Harris was still there. All right. Let's hop into some mock trades. Um because we love Dynasty. We're six weeks in. We love Dynasty so much. We are literally degenerates. Um, it's probably unhealthy. A few players, it's it's actually unhealthy. Somebody was asking me just the other day, so I was at work, and um, I just I think let it drop that I'm in what am I in nine uh, nine leagues? Not dynasty leagues. I'm in nine leagues. Somebody goes, well, how do you have time for that? And I looked at him and I shrugged
0: and I said, I don't, but you know, it <laughs> if, is what it we is. We work full time jobs and still do this. <laughs>
1: exactly. All right, um, Ben, would you rather have Najee Harris or a 2023 mid-first-round
0: pick? This shouldn't be a hard decision, but it is. (laughs) Because, I mean, we've – and we're we're really going to get into it this offseason, but the 2023 class, at least on paper, looks phenomenal. And it looks like one of the deepest running back classes we've had since the twenty twenty draft class that had Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, and all those guys. So that's very enticing. However, like you it's Najee Harris, like he's he's gotta figure this out, right? He's still good. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, I think situation's terrible currently. Um, and, I do, like, he was never an elite talent. He was a very, very solid talent. Um, you know, he came out... So, Javante Williams was not considered an elite talent coming out. There were question marks about him. Obviously, he turned out to be a very good player. I think if you were to redo that, you would take Javante over Najee right now. Granted, Even though not, you know, the injury the notwithstanding. Yeah, I mean, the injury is... You know, you gotta factor that in. But if you're gonna take them one for one, you even with the injury, you probably do take Javante right now. Um Najee is Javante very is difficult. still
0: like two, three years younger than Najee. Yes. Yeah, we
1: we talked about Najee last week on the podcast, ad nauseum. But I think considering the twenty three class, I would take the first.
0: I think I don't know if you're if you're if you're looking to sell Najee Harris and you can get a twenty three mid first, I think that's best case scenario for you right now. I don't think anybody's going to pay higher. If you're buying him, I I guess you pay that. But you but you better it better be a team that's like, you know, just looking for depth and like okay, you know maybe they're they're a really good dynasty player they've stocked up a couple picks they're a pretty good team like let me go trade one of them for Najee Harris get some depth that's that's probably a good move too
1: yeah Najee I think he's still young enough that if you if you're the type of rebuilder that stockpiled like six first or something like that I would trade one of them for Najee right now for sure you know he's not been great but he is somewhat of a known commodity and He'll I would carry imagine value that he will else. figure it out. Right. I would imagine he would figure it out at least a little bit. So I'm still willing to buy him. It's just a matter of is the price right. So,
0: One first is about the best you're going to do right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, number two. Brees Hall, good Lord, he looks so good. But are you going to take Brees Hall or... That same twenty twenty three mid first along with Austin Eckler. Ooh. Brees. Yeah, I would
0: agree. Re- rebuilding um, or or competing. I'm taking Brees there. And that is a yeah, it's, it's a really it's a lot to trade. pay for him. And I get that. But I won't breeze. But and that's the price right now with the way he's played, and that's what you're gonna have to pay. You want a top three dynasty running back, I want Eckler, and I want a first. And that's a reasonable price. Yep.
1: Yeah, it's so tough too, because in that deal, obviously Eckler is older and he's kind of at a spot where unless you are, you know, a top three team and you're competing, you're trying to move off of him. But even still, like Brees Hall currently, you know, Eckler. He's been putting up numbers. He's a top two back right now. But Brees, you know, he's he's the RB6. He hasn't even been playing full-time all year. I would imagine Brees finishes around RB5, RB6, RB7 on the season.
0: You know, so you're Echler, not taking a
1: massive hit on that? No, you're not. Because even if Eckler... If
0: Yeah, and unless I I could see a scenario where Eckler finishes lower than that, unless that first it turns out to be Bijan, like yeah, I think you I think you do that for Brees Hall easily. Yeah, and
1: even uh, that first probably turns into something like Jordan Addison or Zach Evans, and obviously those two players are awesome. Like I would love to have those guys on my dynasty squad, but I would rather have Brees Hall. I would much rather have Brees Hall and Eckler. Yeah, Eckler. I mean, you're. You're trying to move off Eckler right now, so, uh, yeah, I would
0: I would take Brees there as well. Yeah, because competing or rebuilding. Yeah, even if you're competing, like you're competing and you've got Brees Hall, all right, you're going to be competing for a while then.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not much of a difference between him and Eckler right now And that first. Obviously, there's value, but Brees is getting himself to the point where he's
0: worth two firsts and something else. Yeah, he's approaching the so. Jonathan Taylor. DeAndre Swift level of value, or you better bring the farm or you're not going to get him. Yeah.
1: Final deal here Nick Chubb has been amazing. He's having a career year this year. Monster year. Best year of his career by far, at least in terms of fantasy. Nick Chubb
0: getting the touchdowns. People don't know this if you haven't watched the podcast a lot, but like Nick Chubb is one of our combined just favorite running backs in the league. We've always loved him, always called yeah, him like one great. of the safest players in fantasy. Big Nick Chubb fans. I feel safe at night knowing that Nick Chubb is watching over us. Exactly.
1: That being said, would you prefer Nick Chubb or would you prefer George Pickens and James Conner? Nick Chubb. Wow. We're, are we going three for three on the uh, the single players yeah. here? All right. This one's very difficult. Uh, because Nick Chubb is he is on an absolute tear right now. I guess the issue here and I see why you would do that because James Conner
0: has not really
1: been awesome at all.
0: If it George was a Pickens better piece, the real wild card here. If it was a better piece than James Conner, I'm interested. But James Conner if it
1: were Zeke. No.
0: Okay. It's it's James Conner and Zeke are both, like, the same age or maybe a little bit older than Nick Chubb. And they're both either banged up or they're not performing well. And George Pickens, while, yes, I get that he's a young receiver, he's going to be probably pretty good for a long time. He's not on a great offense, and you've seen flashes from him, but I still got to see a lot more of it before I'm, like, sold. And the offense is it looks pretty bleak right now. So I know Nick Chubb is good this year. He's probably still got one, maybe two more really good years left in him. I'm I got to take Chubb here. Yeah. What if this is Pickens and Montgomery? That's a little bit more interesting. However, I, I don't know how that's a lot closer. I don't know how Montgomery is going to be next year. I don't know if he stays in Chicago. I know, I think a lot of the Chicago brass really like Khalil Herbert, so maybe they look towards him.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think if it's Montgomery, I'd probably take it because I do like Pickens a lot, and I think it probably doesn't happen for him this year, but I think in the future, Pickens. Yeah, I think think I'm
0: probably under undervaluing Pickens a little
1: yeah Pickens is really exciting for me I am I'm trying to buy low on him where I can because right now I don't think his value is super high because there's I mean there's a lot of managers that are like "Eh, Pickens like he's on a bad offense he's not going to do anything this year but I think in Dynasty he's a great buy low just because we can see flashes of insane talent and it's just a matter of does the talent eventually turn into fantasy points. Granted, we thought the same thing with Chase Claypool and obviously he sucks but, you know, not all of them are going to suck.
0: Side note, uh, we're recording this during the Monday Night Football game because this is the only time we can really have time to do it and Russell Wilson is 10 for 10 for 120 yards and a touchdown. Holy cow! Russ is finally cooking, boys. He's back. Oh, Oh, my Lord. All it took was him getting a soldier sh- uh, shoulder injury, and now he's good. Yeah. If your quarterback What's sucks, break his shoulder, and he'll be fine. Holy crap. They're winning 10 to zip? Yeah. In the first quarter? Is it finally happening?
1: What's going on?
0: <laughs> Is this real life? Oh, my
1: gosh. Greg Dolchich, forty-four yards and a touchdown, just like we all. Judy's do got
0: a forty-yard catch. It's been it's it's a good time happening on Monday Night Football. Wow, they're having a good game. I love it. <laughs> let's speed through this. We gotta get. We gotta right, go watch it. Uh, we gotta, go, gotta go, go watch Russ Cook. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's hop into Weekly Weenies. Ben, take us through them.
0: All right. Let's let's talk about the give, worst give, players give in fantasy us the football. Weenies. Number one uh elijah moore this is back-to-back goose eggs and he's becoming a frightening reoccurrence on the weekly weenies and it's it's time to get away from him if you can get off him do it do it now did you see did you see his tweet about not getting targets no what did he say
1: he basically tweeted saying like i'm not going to be a problem in the locker room but like I don't understand why I'm not getting. Targets. That's called. That is essentially.
0: That's what called he being said. a problem in the locker room. All right, <laughs> shut up and do your job. <laughs> You're on the weekly weenies. You don't get to talk. Next on the weekly weenies, we got back to back Jets. Garrett Wilson, everybody's hype on you. You had five targets. You caught one ball for eight yards. It's it's surprising in a game where the Jets dominated. Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore combined for five targets in one catch. What happened? Think the pass catchers in general, all of the pass catchers combined for a big, hot turd pie. What happened? Next. We've been saying to sell this guy, and he's had back-to-back bad weeks. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, you, you missed your shot to sell him. He had three points, nine carries, 24 yards. We've been saying this, if the touchdowns don't happen... Clyde Edwards Allaire is garbage. Plain and simple. <laughs> Any thoughts Josh or are you just you just completely agree with no, that? No, just one? yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. 100% <laughs> more, on board more with that. The like, same.
0: Clyde get him out. You, <laughs> Clyde. Sucks. Your window to sell him was 2 weeks ago. I don't think you're going to get anywhere near the value you were. So, yeah. No. no. Sucks to suck. Next, Jeff Wilson. Yep. What, where'd you go? It was the Falcons, man the Falcons I'm a Falcons fan our defense is garbage we're in the bottom half of the league in every (laughs) defensive stat and you had like six yards against us let me let me just go give me two seconds I got to look up Jeff Wilson's stats here it was it was abysmal you know what this is right what it's
1: because it's a direct correlation here. Jeff Wilson sucked because Arthur Smith refuses to throw the ball to Kyle Pitts. It is a one for one. Is that what it is? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. He played fifty-two
0: percent of snaps, seven carries, twenty-five yards. That's it. You got twenty-five yards. And you lost a fumble, you idiot. <laughs> Just get off get off my roster. Get out of here. Next, Kareem Hunt. What's that one point, two points. He had like four carries, 12 yards, and didn't catch any passes. That's what you do. You're the pass catching back, and you didn't do it. You didn't do it. And I started you, Kareem. Oh, that's what and you is. let me down. Well, I mean, if I hadn't started, me on the weekly point? One point, yeah. one stinking point.
1: To be fair, Nick Chubb didn't do anything either. Uh... They just threw the ball for some reason.
0: Yeah, and he's the pass catching back, and still didn't do anything. (laughs) They didn't throw it to him. They didn't. They. It was bad. Lastly, on the weekly winnies, shout out to Calvin Ridley for not having scored any points this year. (laughs) 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 I hope you're killing it on DraftKings, my guy. (laughs) 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 Oh. Calvin Ridley is, Dynasty, it, he is now going to be a weekly mainstay on the weekly weenies until he plays again.
1: <laughs> uh, I just love how you said congrats to Calvin Ridley for not scoring points <laughs> this year. Oh,
0: Lord. He took all the right. under on all his fantasy
1: points this year. <laughs> Calvin Ridley stays betting the under. <laughs> All right, oh, I'm done. Man. All right, let's 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 hop into Believe It or Not. Uh, we're looking at some trends that have been going on this year, and we're going to decide, Ben, right here, right now, if we believe it or if we do not. All right, number one, Kyle Pitts.
0: That's Whatever it is, I probably believe it.
1: <laughs> He's currently the tight end 22. That high? Do you believe... <laughs> He was a thirty-one last week. He got nine points. Goes up ten spots. That's how bad uh, the tight he ends are. continues to underperform? There's, there's so bad. Kyle Pitts has a bad game and moves up ten
0: spots.
1: <laughs> do you believe he continues to underperform or not? Yes.
0: <laughs> I mean, seriously. If you had to
1: ballpark, if you had to ballpark his year, like his end of season finish, like. Is it closer to tight end fifteen to twenty? Is it closer to tight end twenty five to thirty? Is it tight end ten? Is he
0: does he figure it out? What do you think? It's probably closer somewhere between twenty and thirty. I you know and I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Fifteen to twenty five. But like, that feels so bad. This week, he he had a decent week because he scored. But do you know what his yardage and target total was? He had three catches on three targets for 19 yards. If he didn't score, he had a horrible week. Uh, And and it's again, it would have been the same week he's been having where like three catches for 20 yards, you get like two and a half fantasy points, and your owners are disappointed every single week if he hadn't scored that touchdown. And seeing as that's only the second one he scored in his entire NFL career, I don't think we see the scoring trend continue. What's crazy is he's got a really good target share. Problem is, y'all don't throw the ball when at when all. the target share is thirty percent, but we only throw ten passes a game. So, so. <laughs> that's that that's exaggeration, but it's not much of an exaggeration.
1: Mariota threw fourteen passes on Sunday. That's not good. Like
0: his piece of so the pie is very good. Is good, but, but the pie yeah. is so small. Like it's one of those like little Debbie cake pies. That you can get, like I don't <laughs> want a little sliver of that. That's that's not appealing.
1: You, you want the whole little Debbie.
0: Yeah, it's it's the whole little Debbie cake, or you're worthless.
1: It's kind of like the Chicago Bears situation, except Kyle Pitts is better than all the Bears. I players. think
0: that, uh, that I keep seeing the stat of like how many catches Cooper Cup has versus how many catches the Bears wide receivers as a whole have. I think Cooper Cup could miss like three weeks and the Bears wide receiver still wouldn't catch him. <laughs> no. It's so sad. Oh, so bad. It's like you, you take pity on him more than anything. Yeah, it's just... I am sorry for you guys.
1: Number two, the Dolphins wide receivers, Jalen Waddell Eat and Tyreek Hill, lit. are currently both... They're amazing. They're both top seven wide receivers in fantasy... Does that continue? Do they continue to both be top 10 wide receivers with Tua back or not?
0: I don't see any reason why not. They've both been there with Tua. They've both been there without Tua. So, yeah, I think that will continue. I don't know about top seven. One of them is going to drop out. I'm More likely Jalen Waddell will not stay a top seven wide receiver, but he's still top 15 at worst, and you'll take that. Especially where you were drafting uh, Waddle, you're probably getting him fifth round, something like that, redraft. Obviously a lot higher in Dynasty, but still, I mean, I'll take a top 15 wide receiver round five. Yeah, I don't...
1: don't, I'm not convinced Waddle finishes the season top 10, but I do think top 15 is like his absolute floor. And that's what people were drafting him at, so obviously he's turned out to be a wonderful value. Tyree Kill has been... Amazing. He's on pace for the most receiving yards in NFL history. It's like 1900-something, isn't it? Yeah. he's. I think it's like 1980 or something like that. Dang near 2,000 yards. That's what he's on pace for. He's on pace he's to beat Calvin amazing. Johnson. Yeah. Wild. So, I, I yeah, Tyreek's not going anywhere. It's more about can Waddle stay in that top 10. I'm not 100% sure, but... They're both phenomenal. Number three. Alan Lazard has either scored a touchdown or gotten a hundred yards in every game he has played. Does that trend continue
0: or not? Um Yes and no, maybe. I don't I don't know. The target share has been pretty good. I think he's getting like eight targets a week. And eight targets from Aaron Rodgers is better than 12 targets from most other quarterbacks so yeah but it's it's kind of touchdown or bust a little bit Romeo Dobbs is pretty good he's having a pretty good year Tunyon's gonna eat into that a little bit he's doing well I don't know I'm not I'm not gonna go out and say he's top 15 or anything like that but he's still top 24 wide receiver probably
1: so are we chalking you down for a hundred yards or a tutty every game? Believe it or not. No. Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> it's it's like he's been amazing, but that's that is pretty. Spooky. That's a little excessive. That is wild. That yeah, five straight weeks though. He's done that for five straight weeks, either a hundred yards or a tutty. That is crazy. That is that is crazy. So yeah, I mean it 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 will translate to. Probably a roughly top 15 season, but, yeah, I, I I don't know that 100 yards or a tutty is going to happen every game. No. Final one, your boy, Joe Burr, Joe Shiesty, Joseph, Joe Cool.
0: Joseph Shiesty. I to use his full name. <laughs>
1: Joseph Shiesty. He's currently the QB5. I Yes, that's not a typo. Joe Burrow is the QB5 in fantasy football. Pending um, Pending Monday Night Football. The the result tonight.
0: Unless unless Herbert blows up, he's not going to catch him.
1: Right. So do we believe it or not? Is Joe Burrow a top five quarterback rest of season?
0: I believe it. I'm going to say no. I believe it. You believe it? I believe it. Call me. Call me crazy. Call me a Joe Burrow fanboy. Call it what you want. He's you got the you got the big three. You've got Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he catches them, or actually Lamar has kind of been struggling more a little bit lately. So I think Burrow's past him. I don't think he catches Jalen Hurts, but I think there's a real chance he can kind of still hang with them a little bit. I mean. I think the offense is finally starting to click a little bit. T. Higgins has been banged up. The offensive line has been bad. I think maybe they're starting to gel a little bit. Um, if Higgins can get back to being fully healthy, Tyler Boyd's been really good. You finally saw Jamar Chase put it all together. It's it's more of me betting that some of the guys you expected to be there aren't. Tom Brady has not been anywhere close to what we expected Kyler Murray is really underperforming. Um, uh, you know, other guys, Matt Stafford, all those guys, really, really underperforming. Russ really underperforming. So it's kind of cut. The competition is way down than we expected it to be. So that's where I'm betting.
1: Yeah, he is currently QB five behind Allen, uh, Jackson, Hurts, and Mahomes. <clears throat> so that group of four feels like it's pretty set. And you're right. It does feel like it's a little bit wide open after them. But I do, I believe in Herbert. I, I, I do think that Herbert do is going to figure it out. But, I, do I mean, Burrow is there. And Russell Wilson has been terrible. But obviously tonight, he's, he's looking he's pretty balling. good.
0: So what do we know? Freaking Eckler scored. I need Justin Herbert to be scoring those. Hmm. <sighs> Eckler mm, mm, mm. yeah. is, to Justin Herbert, what Taysom Hill is to Alvin Kamara. Just a poison. <laughs> I, I guess. I mean,
1: he is on the receiving end of some Herbert touchdowns pretty frequently. Yeah, but he's been running them.
0: Stop it. He's a beast. You are allowed to catch them. You are not allowed to run them. Yeah. Austin, if you're listening. If you are listening, you're not allowed to run though. Austin Eckler, big fan of the sh- big big fan of the show. He really is. Friend of the show. Yeah. We need to get him on an episode here. Eckler so. does like fantasy football, though. He does.
1: He's a real one. With that, that'll do it for this episode. Uh check us out on Instagram, fantasy brothers underscore. if you're watching us on YouTube, by the way, we do What's have up? YouTube. We are on We're back YouTube. Up. Is it finally? It's, what's
0: up? What's, what's up?
1: <laughs> we are on YouTube. Subscribe, there, like the video, share it with a friend, um, comment. We'll answer comments. That'll do it for this one.
0: We might answer comments. <laughs> what do you mean we might? <laughs> we'll answer. I tell you what. If you ben, if you answer. comment, we will answer. How about that?
1: It could How it could that?
0: be anything. It, it's a sacred bond. The YouTube comment section. Yeah. It's a real thing.
1: <laughs> we'll see you later this week when we're previewing week seven, talking more fantasy. It's so good. I, I, love, I love fantasy football. It's the best time of the year is right now, in the middle of the season. Right now, when your teams are just killing it. Mm, so much fun. We'll see you later this week. Have a good one, everybody. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode and want to connect to us, follow us on Instagram at FantasyBrothers underscore or on Twitter at FantasyBros underscore. If you want to support the show, you can do that at Patreon forward slash Fantasy Brothers.